is I'm, I'm a full-time self-employed artist and performer and producer. Um, and I've been, I just had my seven year anniversary actually working for myself. Before that, I always worked in, I worked full-time in healthcare and I just did my creative, uh, my creative work on the side, really. It was just what I love to do. Um, and basically, I have a background in, I mean, uh, originally I was studying dance. Before that, really, I was doing fine art. Like when I was younger, I was doing pencil portraits and drawing and painting. And then I wanted to be interior designer, I thought. I went to the Art Institute of Chicago for a year. And while I was there, I discovered the performance art department, which totally shifted my direction. Mm -hmm. And then I dropped out of that. And then I discovered dance at 21 and then I started dancing. I danced pretty seriously for like four years, training really hard. Um, and then that just wasn't panning out the way I had hoped it would. Mm -hmm. And I moved to New York around then, which is like 17 years ago. Um, and basically just being in New York, I was just going to, you know, there were theme parties or costume events and I would just kind of dress up and do little things. And, and before that I had never, I had never really dabbled in any, uh, yeah, maybe Halloween I liked. I did always love Halloween, but I hadn't really done anything with costume. Um, so it was kind of just being in New York uh, and, and working with a couple other people who would put me in costumes and then we would do performances together. Um, and then from there, I kind of started making things on my own. I started doing my own makeup and, so basically, that was, you know, 15 years ago. I probably made my first headpiece 13 years ago or something. And, and it just it's just what I loved doing. And and it's basically just grown uh, and evolved into, um, you know, what I, my, my life, my life's work, I guess you could say. Um, so, yeah, so it's a combination of creating all the costumes, doing makeup, doing body paint, performing. I have a, a whole company of dancers that I work with, all these incredible dancers, and I put them in costumes and we do big productions. You know, there will be four of us or five of us or 19 of us all in these costumes and putting on big shows. Um, and here we are today. No, that's, that's awesome. That's beautiful. I love how that story led up to what you're doing now. What was the feeling you had when you went to your first uh, costume event? Like when you were first doing like the performing arts here in New York City and the headpieces and, and that, what were your initial thoughts? Were you nervous? Were you excited? Like, Well, I remember the, the first, it, well, I mean, it, like really the first event that I went to that was some kind of costume event, it was at, um, it was some, I don't even remember, some bar on the side or, and I had only been here not long, a couple of months maybe. And there was some, it was like a gold party or some something like that. And I mean, I, I wore like a stupid hat that I spray painted gold and I, you know, it certainly wasn't a, a good costume, but it was very exciting for me at the time. Mm -hmm. But I, I remember just being like, this is crazy. It's not Halloween. And I'm just like wearing a costume out on the streets. And it felt, yeah. yes, I was nervous. I was like, it seemed crazy, you know, yeah. but at the same time, it also was very, it was very exciting and exhilarating. And, um, 
you know, and I got some compliments and I got some mocking, you know, cat calls and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but I was kind of hooked from that point. I don't know. There was something about, I don't know. It, it's something that I really loved from, from the, the minute. And it was an undiscovered, I guess, way of, of expression or, or performance that That's I had never really done before or thought of. Did you find it yeah. easy to express yourself through your art in terms of like your sexuality, identity? Yeah, I, I understand what you're asking. I mean, to me, there's really no separation. It's just, it's just me. It's just who I am. It's so I, I wouldn't, I don't really know. I don't really know how to answer it because I don't see that. I, I imagine that one, one informs the other and one, you know, my queerness uh, or just growing up a gay boy in a very conservative, super fundamental Christian environment in very remote rural, um, you know, America, all of, all of those things obviously inform who I am and, and molded me. And um, I don't have a good conscious answer for, you know, how or why, but I think it's safe to say that um, if I hadn't grown up in, in such extremely re repressive circumstances that my, my creative voice might not be quite as loud and strong as it is. I mean, but who knows? Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, obviously I, I dabbled. I mean, when I first started doing costumes, it was kind of drag. I mean, I would say it, it was drag, but it was never, I mean, I never did like female impersonation. I never wanted to necessarily look like a woman. I never wore, uh, the one time I put on a bra and like fake boobs and it, I did not like it at all. Like I hated it. I was like, this is not, this is not, I don't want to do that. Yeah. It didn't feel right. Um, but what I, I mean, I always did like feminize my features and do, you know, do what someone would, might call drag makeup, like very mm -hmm. feminine makeup and heels and, you know, showing my body a lot and moving in ways that would be, considered feminine movements and kind of juxtaposing feminine and masculinity. I mean, that's what I really wanted to do. That, that always was very exciting to me. I always wanted to do that from the beginning. I wanted to be like as masculine as I could be and as feminine as I could be at the same time. Wow. Um, cool. And, and now I do, you know, I have these mirror masks, which are, have been really successful and kind of this great, visual uh, trick that I kind of discovered and, and made these masks where I have like a split, I have a mirror that goes down the middle. I actually think it's one of the photos that you took. Um, and so I often will do a, a very masculine side and a very feminine side. And then, you know, you have kind of the duality. Um, so obviously I would say being gay, it's, it, that's a whole conversation around gender and identity and, um, and things that I think are, you know, are within all of us, I suppose, but certainly within me. Mm -hmm. um, um, 
a beautiful answer. Like, um, I just love the way that, first of all, I've never heard that, like um, trying to be as feminine and as masculine as you could be at the same time. Like, um, and that manifests itself pretty clearly um, in your artwork. Like I, it was, mm. it's like, it was cool. Cause like, um, like I got there and I saw you put on the headpiece and even the videos on your Instagram, when you kind of like turn left and right, you're just like, wow, like, like this, this is the first time I've seen like a bridge um, between between the two genders be got like you know be connected in this way um, uh, uh-huh. so it was it was really thought provoking and interesting um, i think dardan had a question for you as well yeah uh going back to i guess your childhood growing up you said it was very like oppressive in terms of your sexuality do you mind telling us that story sure i mean I mean, that's a big story. <laughs> I mean, and not just not just in terms of sexuality, but in terms of everything, really, and almost everything. There was a very, basically, my parents are fundamental. They're independent missionary Baptists, which is a very, it's extremely fundamental Christian Baptist, old school, like in a way that that was very unusual, even when I was a child, you know, in the 80s. Um, and basically... Yeah, I mean, obviously, gay was not even, that was not even a concept that could even be considered at all. Um, but beyond that, just anything that, that was, be, you know, outside of, of a very small realm of, of possibilities, of possible ways of expressing yourself, of ways of being, you know, it was just a very extremely dogmatic um, uh, yeah, repressed and oppressive mm-hmm. way to grow up, basically. Now, as like a successful artist in New York City, how does your family feel about your art? Have, have they seen it? Oh yeah, no, they're they're great. I mean, my parents. We have a very good relationship with my parents. I mean, it's it's interesting. They've they've certainly mellowed and they've changed quite a bit. I mean, a lot since I was a kid. There's just no comparison. But they're still they're in the same religion. There's, you know, they're, they voted for Trump. They're, um, you know, they are, we, we have a very, we basically think differently about almost everything. Um, but at the same time, it's very fortunate because they love me. I love them. They respect me. Um, and they're proud of my art. They're actually, you know, which is something I, my mother, I kind of always knew she was proud of me and would be no matter what, but my father, uh, the fact that he now, you know, is showing his neighbor a video of me in, in half drag is just like in, incredible. It's something I never, ever, ever would have imagined as a possibility. Mm-hmm. So it certainly gives me hope. But uh, yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. I, I had a question um, back to your artwork. Um, if there's one thing um, that you want people to walk away with when they see your artwork, what would that message be? What would that lasting impression be? Well, I I would love it if, if people were just inspired in, in any way, honestly, like whatever that means to them. I mean, I, I don't have a, I don't guess I have an agenda in terms of, Mm-hmm. what I hope people experience, but, but I, yeah, if someone, if someone feels, in, if someone comes away with any kind of inspiration, 
that's fantastic. And if and if they don't, if they come away with a feeling of of happiness or joy or just being uplifted, mm-hmm. um, that's that's great too. No, yeah, I I completely agree. And, and honestly, the the environment that you created, I know it was more than just your headpiece. It was a lot of things in that room when we walked in. I think it's conducive to that mindset, to that mindset of like just. Um, you know, I mean, I'll say personally, like, you know, feelings of like freedom, liberation, mm. happiness. And so I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head, um, evoking all Thank of the, you. Uh, those feelings. And I, I do have a question that's like completely off the rails. Um, I usually just ask a you know, random question during the interview. But if there was one thing, I know you said you moved to New York City. You can think about one thing, a memory that you have from being here um that you just will never forget um whether it's funny sad um and anything if there's something that you just like wow uh, I, I think back to that moment a lot is there anything like that that you could recount of a new york city moment yeah well i'll never forget the first time i i came to new york i i visited only once before i moved here Mm-hmm. Um, I, I visited for, for a weekend and I was living in Chicago at the time. And, uh, I, I, I had a, I met a friend through work and she lived in Spanish Harlem. Anyway, uh, she offered to put me up at the airport and I was like, no, I'm going to do it myself. And so I, you know, figured out how to take the subway from JFK to, uh, up to Spanish Harlem and just the moment of coming out, emerging from the subway in Harlem and like that moment, I'll never forget. It was, it was like a love at first sight, just instant, (laughs) like, wow, this is where I want to be. And that was my first impression of New York. And, And by the end of that weekend, I had the paper and I was looking at one ad and trying to find a job and, um, I ended up moving to LA actually for three years in between, yeah. but I did make it here. But yeah, that first impression, I'll never forget. And it, it didn't lead me. It was right. That's the thing that's amazing is like, it was completely, it was completely right. I was like, this is where I want to be. And yeah. it is, it's my home. So, and it, and not only is it my home, but it, it pretty much made me who I am. It's like the perfect, it was just the perfect environment to to thrive, to discover this whole creative direction, um, and, and to thrive with it. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like it's the only place in the world, honestly, where, where I could have happened in the way that I did. What, what do you think is like, what do you think are the, cause I hear that, um, I feel the same exact way. Um, uh-huh. and what do you think are the, the factors that, what is it about New York that makes people you're like this is the this is the the right shoe this is the right size like this is where i belong i think it's just an, it's just an incredible place it's it's all about the people it's the culture but it's what it's what happens to people when they move here it's who it's to me it's the only place i've ever been or visited where whatever you are you just New York wants you to be whatever that is to the fullest expression of what that is. So if you're like a nerd bird watcher who eats cookies, like you're going to do that to the fullest here and it's going to be. And so 
I, I just feel like it it wants you to be yourself completely and it rewards it rewards people being themselves in a way that other places just don't, you know, and um, I don't know. So I think it's that. And then, of course, I mean, the creative community is incredible. The energy is incredible. There's so much there, there's so much motivating you and inspiring you and pushing you all the time. Um, and of course, that's like the stress of it, but it's really, it's, it's the beauty of it. It really is. It's just like, I don't know about if you're, if you're working in corporate world or you're a banker or something, I don't know, maybe it's just super stressful, but if you're a creative person, it's like, you're just, there's just always a reason to make something new here. And, um, you know, that's not the case everywhere. Yeah. Uh, that was that was awesome. Oh man, I felt like you just gave a speech on City Hall. That was amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that and um, I like to. Oh yeah, my, the final question is just I, before I wrap up the interview. It's just I ask people like, uh, I guess ethnically, what do you identify as? Um, if you would say, if like, someone came up to you, like, what would you say you are, where you're from? A white boy from Missouri. <laughs> that, is, that is boring and bland as you can be. 